Howdy, folks. I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari, and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm speaking about the relationships that we have with God and the relationship that we have with one another. Today, what I'd like to do is take a little break from our series on the presence of the Lord, Word of God, and His character and dive into, just for a minute, the notion of knowing when to say no, <laughs> right? I mean, the two big words that are small in our vocabulary are yes and no, and maybe the other one is not yet or maybe. Yes, no, not yet, maybe. Wait. Something like that. Those are the biggies. No is one of them. <laughs> and so no is important, man. Knowing when to say no. Now, my career as a human being in various aspects of my life, has, it's, it's, it's pretty eclectic. It's ranged from being a janitor to a CEO. And that's uh, quite a gambit right there, man. And on one hand, it's kind of like, oh, wow. You know, I, I so admire people who've had one thing in life, and they stayed with it all the way through. My dad was like that. He was a carpenter, and he was a carpenter from, you know, Jump Street till the end. He was a carpenter. Loved it, did it, that's what he did, and he was good at it. Myself, I have been a good janitor, and I've been a good CEO, and I've seen things in between, and you know what? I've liked all of them. But in my career there, one of the things that also I had picked up along the way was a career of being involved with drugs and alcohol. Throw sex in there too, but primarily drugs and alcohol. The career, so to speak, my lifestyle as being one who was a heavy user of alcohol and other drugs is very, I mean, it's just well-known, unfortunately. And I was, in my opinion, good at it, if there's anything good about it. But I was, for a period of time, I felt I was really good at it, that I had it under control, and that it was my recreation, and that it was really enjoyable, man. It was, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, there were payoffs to it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it, except in the end. 
in the end, I wasn't using drugs and or alcohol. It was using me. I was a hopeless addict. Quart of vodka a day and anything else that would go along with it. Cigarettes were just a byproduct. It was a natural thing. And I was at death's door. It was, without a doubt, a very sad situation. My life looked like it was over and that I was going to die as a drunken man that just had lost hope. A person who had been hurt, who ran to the bottle for comfort and found none, and in the end, it took that man's life. That's what I thought was going to be the the end. Well, that isn't and wasn't the end. It's not going to be the end. Thank God. However, one of the things that I picked up along the way was this. I had a gas pedal, an accelerator, but I didn't have any brake pedal or it didn't work very well. Meaning, once I started drinking, I didn't stop until there wasn't any or I passed out. By and large. And if I didn't do that every four hours, I would get violently sick and I would start the process of DTs, which is horrible. If you've ever experienced any element of the DTs, it is a nightmare come true. Sick in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, all elements of your life are in turmoil. No doubt. And it lasts much longer than you'd want, and it has the potential of being lethal. Yeah. No gas pedal in that area. I mean, excuse me, no brake pedal in that area. That was just my life. Once I started, I wouldn't stop typically until there was no money or no drug available. Then I would stop by, I, it would force me to stop. I really didn't, I wanted to say no but I didn't have the capacity to say no. And as a result, I had become dull to the ability to really say no. In fact, I'd kind of thrown up my hands and said, ah, what's the use? I just couldn't say no. I didn't have a brake pedal. And the true, uh, the same became true in other aspects of life where I realized that that was a carryover. Sometimes it would be work where I would start and then I would really have a brake pedal. I really didn't stop. Or I would get involved on a particular idea and it would seemingly be an endless pursuit of the fulfillment of that idea or that ideal. I didn't necessarily have a brake pedal. And for us to have the ability to say no in life and when to say no in life, that's a significant thing, man. That is a wonderful thing. And if you're in a spot in life 
where you're finding it difficult to say no to things. When you know that it's in your benefit to say no, whether it's your benefit spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, but spiritually, if we can't say no to things that come our way or recognize that they're coming to us via a spiritual impetus, a spiritual source, we're kind of dead in the water, man. We need to be able to say no because no, the word no carries power with it. Just like the word yes carries power with it. It opens doors and it shuts doors. Literally. Now, there are some people who look to violate that word no. And that's a whole other topic for another time. But when it comes to our ability, our ability to say no, that's a powerful thing. To say no to a temptation is one of the most amazing things that can take place if you've never had it happen in your life. Now, my hope in all of this is for those of us who might be seasoned veterans, it doesn't really matter. We all need to have the ability to say yes, no, maybe, I don't know, wait, but no. Knowing when to say no is an important part of being a good follower, a person who is a good manager, and a person who is a good leader of managers. It's important for us to know when and how to say no. And the best way to learn is by asking God. <laughs> you say, man, dude, I thought you were going to give me something interesting, something, something really to work on here. Uh, yeah, I am. Asking God. Not asking your grandmother, which is not perhaps a bad idea, or your neighbor, or your boss at work, or your pastor, your preacher, your priest, some other person, God. Asking God yourself. I know it sounds simplistic, right? It's intentional. No, really, asking God, Almighty God, saying Father, yeah, address him as our father, my father, God, father, God, father, please help me know how and when to say no. Like Jesus, the ability that Jesus had, I like to have. Please. <laughs> Is there anything else? No. Uh, no, there's, 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 that's, that's where we begin right there. God, please help me. I don't care if you've been walking with him for a hundred years. I don't care if you're like Enoch and you walk with him and then you're no more. You just keep walking with him. Enoch was a person in the Bible that history says his relationship with God was so close that one day he was walking with him and then he just kept walking with him. Meaning, he didn't die, he just passed into heaven. Powerful. 
<laughs> the old joke goes like this. The two of them were walking God and Enoch, and they got close to the end of the day, and God looks at Enoch and says, ah, you know what? We're close to my place. Why don't we, uh, why don't we go there? Enoch said, yep, sounds good. And they did, and they never came back, at least not yet. Man, the ability to say no. Granted to us, given to us by God. I personally now know how to say no. Me. The guy who was at death's door, who tried to say no, but it was like, <laughs> no, no, no. And maybe you know, but it didn't work because I was saying yes, 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 underneath it all. <sighs> Talk about being bound to something. I am so thankful to be free from that. I've been posed the question that if there were no consequences and I could just for a day trade off an incredible day of having the beverage of my choice, alcohol, the marijuana of my choice, and maybe just a relaxing Valium or something to go along with that. Some incredible sex, some great music, and just have a day of it in exchange for the presence of the Lord. That's like asking a person, would you rather have a hot dog or a steak, if you love steak? <laughs> Drop the hot dog and go for the steak. They're going to have both? Nope. Okay, steak it is. Same thing with that perfect day of having that perfect thing that would have been my perfect situation to have, of which I live for, but I always seem to be out of grasp eventually. If I could exchange having a perfect day like that for the presence of the Lord, nah, I wouldn't do it. It would not be, it, it, there's no comparison. And so, I now have the ability to say no, which is a phenomenal thing, and my no now has power to it, like my yes does. Interesting enough, my yes now has power to it. When I say yes about or to something, it happens, man. Maybe not immediately, but it happens. When I say yes in the name of the Lord as a man of God in the kingdom of God, when I say in the kingdom of God, yes, it's yes. When I say no, it's no. If it's wait, it's wait. No. The ability to say no is a privilege and a responsibility. And God gives it to us. For me, what does it feel like? It feels like this. The ability feels inside like I'm solid, okay? When I'm living in the kingdom of God, in conjunction, in league, I'm walking in that tuning fork thing. When my tuning fork's going off with God's tuning fork and we're humming together, it's my insides vibrate with righteousness, the thing of being right, the solid feeling of being just solid, everything's good. Righteousness. And with that, there's a joy, an undercurrent of joy and peace that people don't provide. It's, it's, it's a deeper peace than that. Solid inside. And when that is disrupted, 
whenever I feel uh, invasion of that particular peace, I stop. I stop. I used to just barrel right through it. In fact, I wouldn't even know whether it was righteous joy and peace that was going off inside of me. I was numb as a result of sin. Sin dulls our senses. It numbs us up like leprosy. We don't feel things in our body. We don't feel things in our soul. The ability to say no is granted by God. And for me, the discerning factor in it is having that righteousness, joy, and peace tuning fork humming inside of me at all times, like right now. That righteousness, joy, and peace is humming along just fine inside of me right now. In fact, it's affecting the words that I say and how I say them. Because I have a sense of things being right, I have a sense of things being hopeful with joy, with faith, with love, peace. I have peace. I have so much peace that I couldn't be moved right now. I have a calm understanding that everything's all right. Now, around me, things can be falling apart. Fortunately, they're not. Granted, we live in a divided nation right now in America, and the world is experiencing a variety of different things that certainly are problematic, troublesome. However, I have an abiding peace, a joy, and a right sense, a sense of solid righteousness. Within that, I have the even, <clears throat> I now have the ability to say no. When? When that is disrupted. How? Underneath my breath, by redirecting my paths, or by verbally out loud saying no. Sometimes I do it when no one's looking. I say, nope, you know, I ain't going to have it. Sometimes I have to say it about a situation inside of my mind, a temptation. I say, nope. Or I just don't go to a particular place. I don't interact with a certain person or I don't do a certain thing. All right, man. I think that's about as far as we're going to go with this uh, no thing. <laughs> and uh, before we go, let's pray. Father, thank you, God, for the wisdom that you give us. Lord, really, I I need it. I love it. I want it. I desire all that you have. And I thank you for the wisdom and the ability to say no. God, I, I, I'm growing in that ability, growing in that awareness, and I want to thank you for that. And I want to walk in that way like Jesus did. He modeled such a great way of handling yes, no, maybe, wait, come, go. Thank you. Thank you for the example. Lord Jesus, we worship you. I worship you. I honor you. You are exalted on high. You alone are worthy. <laughs> Holy Spirit, thank you for the work that you're doing in our lives. Thank you so much. Father, as we go about our day, 
as we go about our week, our month, our year, our life, God, as we go about things. Thank you for being with us, and I ask that you'd make us aware of that, that our relationship with you would be strong, and that our relationships with one another would grow and be real, and they'd be healthy. Lord, help us be that people that are a city on a hill that can't be hid. That's an attractive place that's full of light that people can come to for refuge, for rescue, for living, God. Thank you. And we just pray this completely and fully in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, folks. I love you. I hope you have a great day, great week, great month. Great year, man. Great life. And uh, go get it, man. It's there. Let's go get it. Bye now.